I was an overachiever. I thought I had the willpower to change my own destiny until everything came crashing down and I couldn't do it on my own. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Lay. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There's no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution. God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Lay. Hi, this is Evangelist Don Lay. Welcome to the Real Life Radio Show. We're going to talk to real people who had real problems but found answers in a real God. Today, we'll be talking about whether or not self-willpower is enough to survive in this world and if there is a better way than just this full self-reliance. Today in our show, we will have Brandy Ventimiglia, who grew up in a non-religious home where there was abuse, drugs, and partying, so she tried to be a super achiever to get herself into a new stream of life. Until one day, though she thought she arrived to success in life, she discovered something far more glorious that caught her by surprise. Brandy, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Brandy, it's great having you with us. So I understand that throughout life, you grew up around drugs and abuse, and you kind of rebelled and wanted something different. Tell us about how you were raised. Sure. I grew up definitely in the culture of abuse, drugs, alcohol that surrounded me every day. I didn't really realize at a young age what was really occurring in my environment Mm. until I really got older. And I actually started going down that route when I was a teenager for a couple years and I rebelled. But then as I went into college, I wanted something completely different and I didn't want the lifestyle that I seen. Right. I wanted a different life than what I was raised in. You know, and did that kind of come from like you lived that lifestyle a little bit, you thought it was normal, but then you're like, these consequences were not good. And then you wanted to change. What made you rebel from what you had experienced in your life? Honestly, thinking back when I was a teenager, I believe because that is the environment I was used to being around, Mm -hmm. that's the path that I started to go down. Mm. And I had definitely experienced the consequences of being a teenager in that type of culture, the party culture, and starting to abuse alcohol. And I really never got into drugs, Mm. but being promiscuous, I knew being a teenager at that time, I didn't feel good. Mm. And that's fascinating because it wasn't doing it for you. And so I understand you became like a really, like tried to be so good. Yeah. And you just like took full control of your life. Tell us about that. Yeah. So I had an idea. I obviously was raised in a broken home. Mm. I was raised predominantly with my mother and my father left. So I had an idea of what I wanted for marriage. Mm. I had an idea of what I wanted for my career. And I was originally set on going to the Naval Academy, Annapolis, Maryland, (laughs) before 9-11, 2001. And I definitely knew I was dead set on my goals. I didn't want to repeat what I seen in my former years, Mm. in my youth, or even what I experienced myself in my teenage years. And I became very dead set on going to Annapolis, being an overachiever, and being a Naval pilot. 
then I went into college. So I had this idea of what I wanted to become. And that idea was perfection. Wow. I wanted to become that because that way I knew that was something I can control the outcome. Interesting. If I could get to that, I can control the outcome of my life. And I wouldn't repeat what I seen in my former years with my family. Now, Brandy, I think a lot of people can relate to that. Yes. Because people, they feel like, well, if I can just take control and I can just earn it or do it hard enough, you know, things are going to be really good for me. But tell me a little bit about your relationship with your father. How do you think that relationship shaped how you viewed you would be later on in life? Yes. I believe fathers are the formative parts of family. And I really feel that it shaped my perception of my marriage, my former husband, picking a spouse. It actually formed how I viewed my perception as a daughter, as a wife, as a mother myself. Mm. So I really feel that my relationship with my father in the beginning years was what I remember good. Mm. But because as I got older, that was strained, that relationship. And so because of my decision in faith of going a different direction, that relationship was strained. I see. So essentially what I want to call being orphaned, abandoned, which many of us I think can relate to of being fatherless. And that, yeah, so that started to happen in my teenage years. So I didn't really have that guidance, Mm -hmm. hence why I was so rebellious. It was almost tolerated. My father was more passive aggressive. So as long as I got good grades, as long as I did good, I had more freedom. Right. Ah, which would drive you become an overachiever too. Yes, correct. Because you're going to get that acceptance from your dad because you yes. know girls need that acceptance from their dads. Absolutely. So you feel like maybe that's why you adopted that lifestyle of becoming an overachiever. Is that right? Yes, correct. Wow. And he was a pilot also. So I felt that if I go down this route, I have control over my destiny, but also I'm getting approval from my father, which I longed for. And that also affected me in the later years of my life and picking a spouse. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. Now, let me ask you a question. Because a lot of people don't want to repeat their past. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like that was you. Now, do you truly feel like you would be able to keep yourself from your past? Like never repeat it? Like in that moment, you're like, I'm going to do everything different. Yes. Why do people so easily feel that way? And did it turn out that way? I really believed I could hide my past, should I say. I think a lot of us, Mm. we try to hide the past and put up a facade of what we think is what life should be. Mm -hmm. And I know I tried very hard to hide my past. I tried very hard to not talk about it. Mm. I lied about it. Oh, wow. Yeah. I actually got married at a very young age at 20 years old. Because my ex-husband was the ideal of marriage to me, of what I lacked from my father. I see. He was the provider, the protector. Mm. And that's something that I felt I lacked in my relationship with my father. So I tried to perform. I tried to obtain this family life that I always thought was normal, quote unquote, thought was normal right? On the outside. Right. So you worked really hard. Yeah. So I worked really hard and I didn't go into the Naval Academy after 9-11. 
And so I decided, well, if I'm not going to do that, then what's the next thing that I could do that would overachieve that would be a great goal? And I thought, great, I'm going to become a doctor. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. So I set my goal high with all these variables in my life. I was setting myself up for the outward. I was never really looking on the inward. Hmm. So I really felt if I can control what was going on on the outside, if I can be an overachiever, if I can be a perfectionist, if I can have the right family, if I can have the right spouse, (laughs) then I can control not repeating the past or it coming up from the past. But little did I know it's all about the inward heart you know, the inside. (laughs) So how did it feel? Because you discovered you didn't have enough to make all these goals. Since everything felt so much dependent upon your own achievements, did this affect you negatively when you were like, I'm not going towards that goal anymore? Did it affect you in a negative way in your feelings? Yes. I feel that overachieving, even though I would hit so many markers, so many goals in life, in my career of whatever I did, I felt that I have a sense of success, but it was never enough. Yeah. It's never enough. It's never enough. And it was a bottomless pit. Mm. If I did more personal development, then I would be better. I would be a better person. Or if I achieved a certain status, then I would be better. Mm. And I feel that it was just an endless pit and nobody can sustain that. Brandy, this is good. Let's stop there. I want to have you on our next show to talk about how you had a dream of dying that had such an impact to change the trajectory of your life. Yeah. Brandy, thanks so much for joining us. And we want to hear from you again on our next show. Great. Hold on. We'll be right back right after the break. Listen, my friend, you are in a spiritual battle, and there's a spiritual battle right now for the soul of our nation. The Bible says we overcome the power of the enemy by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimonies. And friend, I need your help spreading this show to all 50 states all across the USA, and that takes money to broadcast in each city. You can help by being a stable monthly giver of our ministry, Awakening the Nations. We are a ministry who's committed to preaching the gospel all across the world. Partner by going to awakeningthenations.com and we believe America shall be saved. Real Life Radio is a ministry of Awakening the Nations, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that depends on your donations. If you would like to find out more about Awakening the Nations or make a tax-deductible donation, please visit our website at awakeningthenations.com or call us at 877-480-4477. That's awakeningthenations.com or 877-480-4477. More real life starts now. Welcome back to the show. We're going to go deeper into what you just heard. So what do you think about this? I find Brandy's testimony to most likely be very relatable to many because the human mind and soul is often finding itself gaining value in one's achievements. If you think about it, our whole society and world defines the status and value of people based upon the money they make or the trophies they win or the things that they accomplish. Oftentimes, we are lured to believe that if we collect enough achievements, Then we will ascend to such heights that we will be safe, secure, but most of all, will be valuable. But is this true? Where does our value come from? And how do we know what our true value is? It's written in Proverbs chapter 22, verses 2. The rich and the poor have this in common. The Lord is a maker of them all. You see, we often value people 
based upon their achievements and monetary status. It's kind of like, well, you know, this gentleman, he's a successful man, rich, done such a good job, a very good man. Oh, this man, he's, you know, he didn't do very well and didn't really do anything with his life. And this is all he has. But truly, does the maker of the poor man value the rich man more? I don't think so. I think the maker values all of his creation equally. Because look at this. In this verse, it's revealing that the value is not in what the rich or the poor man does. Rather, value is based upon what one is. So your value is not based upon what you do. It's based upon who you are. Think about this for a moment. You don't achieve to become valuable in the kingdom of God. You see, rather, you are valuable And when you realize your value, you can achieve greater things, especially if you know that God is with you and where it's His power flowing in and through you. Lord Jesus, I'm praying for the person who's saying, gosh, this is really changing how I view myself. And I never knew my value. I never knew that I already have this inherent value. So Lord Jesus, we invite you, the light of the world, into our lives so that we can know you and that we can truly know who we are and our own value. We ask for this in Jesus' mighty name. I hope you're blessed by this testimony, and I know that your life was touched. Did you know we have a Facebook page? Just search for Real Life Radio Show on Facebook and find out more about Real Life Radio guests, schedules, and events. That's Real Life Radio Show. See you next time.